Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. What is up, everybody? We are back for another episode of the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. As always, we start off the NFL show, our pro show. And now we're always giving a laugh. The pro show. Somehow, Zach is always laughing. Uh, that is my co-host, Zach Shannonay. What's up, everyone? Yeah. Collect yourself, man. There we go. Uh, our producer, Zach Ballad. Hi there. Yeah, I love that new intro for you. That's perfect. You don't have to say anything. It's great. Hey, peg leg. <laughs> oh man uh, Like I said, this is our pro show For another, another episode of the Sports Buzz As always, we are sponsored by Strangeland Brewery A beer for any occasion Cheers, hey, boys that was good opening. Cheers um, I do want to tell you guys about a uh, an event coming up February 18th, Strangeland Brewery is celebrating their two-year anniversary. You know, we may have just now been telling you about the beer, but they've been around for two years. And, uh, the big news. The beer is only getting better. Um, there will be a, a celebration out at the um, at, at the brewery, out there on 360 and B Caves, right there behind High Creek Burger. Um, $20 a ticket, and those tickets are going fast. They're, uh, they may be sold out by now. Maybe. You can by the time out. you hear this show on Friday... Even though we're we're recording this on uh on Tuesday, it's still in January. You better check. Yeah, you better look into it. If you haven't got your ticket now, stay tuned because uh, we do have an offer for a couple tickets. But um, yeah, it's gonna be uh, get yourself a couple beers, limited release glassware, uh, some barbecue, get you a slice of beer cake. The barbecue's infused with beer, which is gonna be exciting. Looking forward to that. Um, like I said, some beer cake, live DJ, and, uh, some beer pumpkin, which I can't wait for. Um, please get your tickets if you haven't already. Tickets are, uh, going very, very quick. Um, we'll be out there with a sports buzz. Please follow Strangeland Brewery on Twitter, at Strangeland Brew. Uh, we are on Twitter as well, at SportsBuzzTX. I'm on Twitter, Spencer underscore Spillman, with one L. Um, you can tweet me something. I probably won't respond very quickly or you very can harass often. him. He's not gonna check it. Yeah, I don't. I don't check it very much. Um, Zach, you check your Twitter at at FrenchBean89 for my co-host Zach Shannon. 
You're on there quite a bit. Oh, yeah, me and Ballad are. Ballad's on there quite a bit, at Z Ballad, B-A-L-O-D, if you uh, don't know how to spell. I'd say um, we're active on Twitter. Yeah. You guys are. Hashtagging, retweeting, and complaining all day long. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't do that. I uh, usually huh. get, in, get into my uh, my arguing and complaining on Facebook, and that just, well, turns, in, that just turns into I will say shit the best thing Twitter's ever done for me. One time I got eggshells in my Bill Miller's breakfast tacos. Nice. Tweeted at him. Gave me a ten dollar gift card. There you go. How about there that? There you go. Shout out to Bill Miller's. Yeah. There you go. That's a selfless plug right there. Um, not sponsored by them, but they can. If they want to. Um, it is Tuesday, January thirty first. This episode will be coming to you Friday, February the third. And and that's up for debate because. What do you mean it's up for debate? <laughs> well, I post a podcast as you know the host of the podcast. As a producer, yes. And I'm going to be in Vegas those days, so... You better find a way to post it. I'm sure I will try to find a way. Um, I know Vegas is a dark place, but I'm sure they have It's energy. real dark. Yeah. I mean... If you don't go outside, it's very dark. <laughs> we'll see when it gets posted. Look for our episode. It will be posted before the Super Bowl. This is our, uh, our pro show, so we'll be talking... Plenty of. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. You'll just automatically get it. Yeah, check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out on iTunes. Uh, You'll get notified when we have new episodes. Uh, They'll be they'll be up right there for you to listen to. All you gotta do is hit play. Um, Yeah, let's go ahead and start talking about uh about our our contest here, our uh, our Sports Buzz (laughs) Super Bowl Squares Battle. You talking about the Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle? Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. We nailed it two weeks exactly. in a row. We nailed it two weeks in a row, guys. That's unheard of. Um, emphasis, too. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't already, check out our Facebook. There's a link to our tilt. Uh, $5 gets you five squares. Go in there. Pay the $5 and uh, get yourself five squares. It's going to be, what, 20 20 bucks. 20 bucks every first, quarter. First, second, third, and the end score will get 20 bucks. Well, is it first, second, right, third, I mean, fourth, and total? No, first, second, third, and total. I okay, so so it's going to be 25 bucks for each quarter. Yeah, and I mean, it just makes the game more fun. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, obviously we don't care about who wins. I don't care. Do you care? I have no no ties. I don't, I don't I'll be rooting for the Cowboys. I don't, so. Yeah, the Cowboys are going to win. Um, you guys are morons. I'm taking home the money, taking home the Super Bowl. I'll see you guys. Nobody cares about Maui. Nobody cares about that team. Get your money um, in while you can. Please do. And if, if when you do some pretty quick. when you do put your money in, uh, let us know. Um, we'll send you the uh, the username and the password for the the pool itself. Um, that way you can get your picks in. Uh, it's all random. I mean, it's all really random squares. Yeah, this is one of those those things where if you don't know doesn't anything about you. sports, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, it's not going to set till it doesn't tell you when close it, what yeah. the numbers are or anything like that. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, we will uh, we we'll, we'll post that link out again on Facebook. Yeah, post it again, and I should, we should mention we've had some people buy multiple squares. Yeah, we're good with that. If you got money to throw around, buy them all. We don't care. Do it all. Do what you yeah, got to do. Exactly. Um. And speaking of of uh, contests, we do have a, a giveaway. Um, I, I said that we were going to be there. Uh, we as Sports Buzz TX will be uh, at 
the Strangeland Brew two year anniversary. Yep. Um, and by we as Sports Buzz, I mean uh, me and Zach will be there. The talent. The talent on the show. The talent will be there. Um, we have to shaking hands, up. shaking hands, kissing babies. Yeah. Whatever we got to do, signing. Got a short face. Signing movies. Right I don't. Know. I don't know what people want from us. We're we're celebrities. We're on iTunes now. I'll so whatever. I'll bring my own chocolate. Um, Ballad, you're not going to be there. I will not. I have a work event. But I'm... you already purchased tickets. I did already purchase tickets. So how many did you buy? I bought two of them. Two. So you're not going to be able to go. And you already bought tickets, so we wouldn't want those to go to waste. Uh, I would not want them to go to waste. So we should give those out. We should give oh, them out to no. fans. Uh, uh, that's okay. Yeah, uh, you know, Hank would like to keep them. I'm sure Hank would. Um, we're going to give them out. We are going to give them out. And uh, that's that's $40 worth of tickets, guys. And they, they may be sold out. I don't know if they're sold out or not. Um, but we do have two tickets available for the two-year anniversary for Strange Land Brewery. Um, all you have to do is uh, go and give us a review on iTunes. We'd prefer it be a five-star, but, you know, any review would be nice. Uh, follow us on iTunes. Follow us on Strangeland. Or subscribe on iTunes. SoundCloud, Strangeland. I get those mixed up every single NFL episode. Yeah, one week you're going to get that right. <sighs> subscribe on SoundCloud. Uh, subscribe to us and follow us on iTunes. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. And then um, just share us on Facebook. Share our page on Facebook. Let, let your friends know that you're listening to us. Uh, and then if you do all that, comment your points total on uh, on our Facebook. I guess we'll we'll post something about that. I'll put a I'll put a comment out where you can post your yeah. your po- point totals. Yeah, yeah we'll comment your point out. total. And if you get the point total, whoever's closest to the point total of the Super Bowl, the final points combined of the two teams, um, will win those two tickets. To the two-year anniversary, that's that's free beer, free food, free cake. I mean, and a great time. Yeah, and great beer. So come on, guys, it's it's super simple. Go check it out. We'll post it on Facebook. We'll let you guys know. Um, let's go and do what we do halfway decent, which is talk sports. Let's do it. We'll go ahead and uh, we'll. Shouldn't you be doing something? Oh uh, yeah, this is typically uh this is about that time. It's about that time. Those West Coast phone calls. Yeah. yeah They're important and, and this time of year. The, <laughs> the phone calls come in. They don't come in until this time usually, which is uh six thirty Pacific time, but I got phone calls I gotta make. I got phone calls coming in. It's very important. So I'm gonna leave the show for a while. It's usually his Bucky in Las Vegas calling him to <laughs> tell him he needs to place a bet. Needs to pay up. Could be our friend uh, Musburger soon. Yeah, maybe call me. maybe. We do need to talk about your uh, your trip to Vegas here in a bit. Uh, and we will, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I, I forgot. Who got the wings right last week? It that was... would be Zach, yeah. Zach got them right? Yeah, Zach got them right. What did we off. have last week? Um, last week was Mango Habanero? Is no, it? it was Cajun. No, no it was Mango no. Habanero. It was. Was it? Yeah, it He was. guessed Cajun. I guessed... Uh, Caribbean jerk. No, that was the week before. You guessed Cajun You clicked week. Classic Barbecue, or Classic Buffalo. Because you guessed... No, we both got Buffalo. Last week, I yeah, guessed... Yeah, and then you guessed Caribbean jerk, and I guessed Hash Green Chili last week. Or the week before that, and that's what it hash was. Hash Green Chili. Last week, you had guessed the Cajun. I went with Mango Habanero. You were right two weeks ago? No. Now, last week, y'all were on that barbecue <sighs> guess. That's right. 
You want Korean barbecue? I want traditional. You actually want spicy barbecue. I don't know what I want. I don't know. Do you guys have picture this week? Caribbean jerk. I'm going to stick with it. It's going to come back. I'm going to go with that Korean barbecue. All right. We got some uh, Korean barbecue. This guy likes to keep those Asian business hours. I'm sure he likes that Korean barbecue. My Korean friends are just waking up right now, I'll say. (laughs) Shout out to Korea for all those listening. (laughs) Shout out to Korea. South. South Korea. And... Yeah, yeah, I don't think they have internet there, but I'm gonna go do my thing. Again, try not to try not to mess up the podcast. Can you give us a split just to yeah? Um, appreciate yeah. it, appreciate it. You know, just don't try to ruin the podcast, okay? Yeah. Well, you know how we, you know how we do. All right, so get into the uh, the Pro Bowl because there was some football on this week. There was. There was some, some good stuff. It was team. fun to watch, man. I will say the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge was one of the most fun things I've watched in a while. I mean, it looked like the players had a really good time, man. It you could see like them kind of let you could it. see them let loose and have a good time. But they went for it. They were all no, they were trying hard. Man. They were trying, and you see guys that were LSU teammates, um, Landry Jones and Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, in the in the best hands challenge. And you think, of course Odell's going to win that. OBJ is going to win the best hands. And Landry beats him by two-tenths of a second. And then Odell comes out and tackles Jarvis Landry. Or, yeah, Jarvis Landry. I said Landry Jones. That was, that's a quarterback. Um, tackles Jarvis Landry. Hey, not having to get pro seconds. Yeah, pro no. Pro no, I normally don't. <laughs> I normally don't. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was fun to watch uh, two college teammates um Competing against each other. And that wasn't the last of it because no. later on we got another rematch when we had the drone drop. Drone we had the, drone, the drone drop challenge. That yeah. was that was awesome. That was, that was pretty was cool. Really cool to watch. Yeah. And uh and Beckham gets the better of of the two, beats out Jarvis and incredible. That was cool, Over man. The there was like a hundred and hundred and twenty five feet, feet in the air. Yeah. Um, that said, was nuts. He said it was going 50 miles an hour. Hit, Dude, it was, it hands. was a knuckleball. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just floating down to him. It was a crazy, I mean, that was a really cool, I never thought of that. I wonder I mean, what the PSI in those footballs was. <laughs> Too soon to talk about Deflategate. Um. Yeah, we're back. And then there was a little bit of controversy in the, uh, in the power relay challenge. You watch well, there, there was some controversy. Some controversy. Oh, the NFC set a good time. Good time. And then uh, the NFC had a little bit of a, uh, you could say, wardrobe malfunction, maybe? Too soon for uh, Houston Super Bowls? Maybe. Because this, this was in Tampa. It wasn't wardrobe. No, wardrobe malfunction was Houston in yeah. 2004. Pro Bowl Skills Challenge was in Tampa, Florida. True. But Super Bowl, <laughs> you know. Trying to, trying to get a play with me here. Pro Bowl week, man. play with me here. Pro Bowl week, man. We can't be inaccurate. Right. So... The sled didn't move. The sled was started to move and then got stuck. It went off track. And so they had a malfunction and cooler heads prevailed and they gave the NFC another try. Well, the NFC tore it up in their second try. Did better in every single facet of of the event. Thomas Davis almost cut a whole second, a little over a second off his time. On the the lift? lift. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He killed it. Changed the game. And then you see Ezekiel Elliott go barreling through the wall and 
Dak and swiftly followed up with Odell. Dak and Odell Beckham come and jump over the the wall as well with him, which was, I mean, just part of that, just guys having fun. And it was fun to watch. You know, my girlfriend doesn't isn't a big sports fan. We watch, I made her watch it. I was like, record it for me. We watched it. She's like, this is pretty interesting. And that's what's kind of cool. It's like, even people who didn't like sports could see that these guys who are normally very serious could sit down and, and relax for a couple hours and have fun, enjoy each other's presence, mess around, and still have a competitive nature. Oh, yeah. And then you get into the precision passing Oh, and it's like every kid's dream. I think that's the thing. Is like you remember from, the game we played, right? Childhood to like grown adults, like old people. I think they all saw this and were like, "This is everything you ever did and played football as a kid." Yeah, you were trying to hit well, targets. You, all you over remember the, the old video game? Yeah, we man. Played, where we that's used to cr- play the uh, the the competitions where you throw the ball and it hit had the paint on the ball and yeah. it leave a target. Um, that was back when they still had it in Hawaii been a while since then but um the the new one was was targets with paper so it broke the target you can only hit it once and i don't know who went out first was it uh was it dalton dalton's second it was uh who was it dak no, no dak went dak second dak went second it was oh Al- man was no, it, it wasn't Alex Smith. It was a, yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Smith fine. Smith did terrible. Smith did terrible. And then... I did better than Dak. And then Dak did terrible. <laughs> but he, to his credit, he hit the same four-point target twice. True. Just nobody Even read though, the rules. No, he didn't listen to the rules. What was worse is Drew Brees went and told him, no, man, you can't hit that same target yeah. twice. He and then like, goes and does it himself. <laughs> They did call him on a foot fault or something. Oh, okay. There's a reason. Oh, okay. Maybe that was maybe that was Rivers that hit one twice and then was like, no, I did it because I had a foot fault. Okay. Um, maybe that's who it was. Yeah, Dak didn't do well. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then and then you know, Rivers Rivers ends up with the highest point total. And what I didn't understand is Drew Brees, knowing Rivers' total, waited on that three point target instead of trying to hit the five point target above for the win. Yeah. Yeah, it was nonsense. It was cool to watch, man, and seeing those guys in the moment and and competing and and enjoying each other's presence and and the competitiveness of the others. You know, I know that maybe Dak and and uh, Alex Smith obviously didn't fare well, but you know they had fun. I saw Dak doing a throwing footballs at basketball goals with Jason Garrett. Was it Alex Smith? It was. Was it Kirk Cousins? Uh, Cousins competed, but it was Alex Smith that did really yeah. poor. Um, but yeah, I saw Dak and, and Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett was the coach for the NFC, um, throwing footballs at basketball goals, just for fun. And uh, Dak was nailing thirty footers from with a football and a basketball goal, and Jason Garrett couldn't even come close. He's a little he's a little rusty mm-hmm. from his uh. From his heroic it's days. Been, it's been a few days. Um, so it was all tied up going into the final event, which was my favorite event, the dodgeball competition. All, every player on both sides, I think it was 12 on 12, which is absurd, on the size of the field they were playing. Um, 
NFC gets off to a hot start, and then it goes down to uh, T.Y. Hilton against, like, five NFC players. And T.Y. Hilton starts just doing what he does, catching balls. And he caught, like, three or four in a row. And kind of... Well, originally it was... It was, like, eight on... The entire NFC. Eight on... Eleven on one, or ten on one, or ten on two. Yeah, T.Y., and then he started picking them off. T.Y. started picking them off. And, um... Turns out Zeke makes the uh, game-winning throw. Throws it, and it just bounces off T.Y.'s chest and falls to the ground. And Zeke does his best soccer celebration. Rips the shirt off. Does a full knee slide. It was cool to watch, man. The guys were having fun. Um... I really enjoyed it. NFC wins the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge. Um, doesn't mean anything. They actually get more money than the AFC for winning the Pro Bowl Challenge. Don't know if you heard that. Yeah, but uh, I watched the whole thing, and they actually do get more money. <laughs> they do. It's a uh, it's small money at that point. Yeah, it's like but seven. It's like seventy five hundred bucks. Seventy five hundred to like ten thousand. I mean, there's still money for having fun. But. The big money, although it's not even big money for these guys, but big money comes from who wins the Pro Bowl game. It is, yeah. <clears throat> it is. And boy, did the AFC take care of business. Hey, not without not without the efforts of Kirk Cousins. He gave it all he got. It wouldn't, yeah, well, it was about. I'll, I'll give you that. It, it was kind of exciting to see defenses kind of get yeah. after it a bit. I mean, we <clears> had <throat> several sacks in this game. Andy Dalton took the brunt of it. Andy Dalton got ripped. <laughs> um, and then you see the, I mean, Zeke had a third and goal. Fourth, fourth and goal. goal from the one. Yeah, and you had to stand and, early and on. And the AFC stepped up. Yeah. They were like, we're not letting you score. We know you led the NFL in rushing. Bring it on. Um, yeah, it was, it was cool to watch. And you could see the, the intensity kind of ramp up and as the game went on. And then you know, Travis Kelsey, I think, what, on the fake field goal? Yeah. Gets the first down, just... I mean, the effort that was put into it. And even even at the end of the hey, game... Andy Reid's going to give you some trick plays. He tried oh, a lot. Yeah. A lot of them failed. I mean, they came out of the gate with the failed. double reverse flea-picker yeah. pass. <laughs> yes. That just didn't pay off. Um, uh, I, it was a really, really good Pro Bowl. I think this is kind of what the Pro Bowl needed to get yeah. back into the hearts. Yeah, of the I, fans think the skills, and, and I think the skills, I think skills competition so. set the set the bar, and then the Pro Bowl was good. It wasn't the fifty-five to fifty game that we're yeah. used to in a Pro Bowl. The players tried without hurting each other. I think the over/under was like in the six, like upper sixties really? or seventy. Wow. For this game, and it was just vastly yeah. Because the NFC, they played defense. NFC yeah, defense was... played played hard, and um, and then you see the the effort from Kirk Cousins there with a minute left in the fourth quarter. He throws a a ball that bounces off Jimmy Graham's hands. Yeah, gets picked off. Classic Jimmy Graham. Yeah, and then the guy pitches it <laughs> to keep to leave. He pitches it. A perfect pitch too. A perfect like, pitch. Perfect. Right in the bread basket. And Akeem Tlaib's like, I'm going to score. He's sniffing the end zone. He's like, I'm going to score. I'm going to be the hero. And Kirk Cousins is like, no, you're not. And Kirk Cousins takes off. Tyron Smith misses a tackle from the Cowboys. And Kirk Cousins comes up as Akeem Tlaib's got the ball out there like he's Vince Young or Reggie Bush just holding Tom it way Hawks out on the side man. and just hacks the arm. And they asked him, why did you give so much effort on the last play to try and and tackle him, and he said, I wanted to win the game. Really, these guys were trying to win. It was crazy. I mean, it was weird. Um, 
AFC hangs on and wins by what a touchdown. I think it was twenty to thirteen. Twenty thirteen, yeah. Um, yeah, it was exciting. <laughs> it's fun to watch, and it, it uh, was man. And I think if they can kind of incentivize yeah. the winners of that game a little bit more, you know, obviously it's going to help create competition in the game. It, sure, it, it makes it better. Sure, and you get guys that weren't supposed to be there. You get guys like Dez. You get guys like Sean Lee. Uh, just from the Cowboys' perspective, who are replacements for yeah. guys that are playing in the Super Bowl or guys that are injured, um, that are just there to enjoy it and and take it all in and be a be a Pro Bowl athlete. You know, that's that's I know it's becoming less of a title, I guess you could say. Well, I think the fans are they just don't care as much anymore. Yeah. you know, and, and that's they still want to see the that's best a hard players. thing because these guys want to get together. They yeah. want to celebrate each other's accomplishments and everything because ultimately a lot of these guys are friends. Yeah. It doesn't look like it on Sundays during the season when well, things yeah, are heated like any that's that's the yeah. job. But at the end of the day, these guys are all friends, and the exactly. fact that they get to come together makes this that much yeah, better. It exactly. was a great Pro Bowl. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Um, let's get into the game that matters. Got a long week ahead of us. Still. Long week. It's it's Tuesday right now, guys, and um, I'll tell you. You'll be listening on Friday, but it's only going to get Sunday can't come more fast enough. and more ramped up. I talked to my buddy, my buddy Tim, Falcon, big Falcons fan. Oh, he's going to be sad. He, uh... He says he goes through times where he's fine, he's excited for the game, and then he's just like finds himself in in moments of like panic attacks. He gets nervous about the game. Should buy extra tissues, Tim. It's gonna be a long weekend. You've been there before. The Falcons Six. haven't won one. They've only been to one. Six times. The Falcons have only Six been Six times in the last And you've won four. Sixteen. And years. you've won four. Um Falcons have been to one. They've never won. Explain to me heartbreaking loss. Explain to me the emotions and the nerves going into a Super Bowl as a fan. Um, I can't even imagine what it is as a player, but as a fan, tell me what it's like. Uh, it's it's kind of funny, man, because I mean, obviously, you know, in more recent years, you know, we won the ones in oh one, oh three, and oh four. In but Houston. but in Houston. For, for me, that was kind of the beginning of like really realizing what I was watching as a fan. Yeah. And then in 2007, we get back, lose a heartbreaker to the Giants. 2011, we get there, I lose a heartbreaking bet because of the Giants. <laughs> and then two years ago, we're back and we win a Super Bowl. We win our fourth one. Um for me, man, I was much more nervous kind of going into the AFC championship game. You know, it, the, threat, okay, so, the threat of those types of players, I, I think it's different because there's still a goal to get to. Like, there's not this isn't the end-all, be-all. Yeah. Whatever happens in the Super Bowl happens. So yeah. it, there's nothing that can change from that point. Okay, so explain to me the difference in... I guess the emotions in a winning Super Bowl and a losing Super Bowl before we get into this week's game. I mean, you've well, been through four, I, I, th- but... I think it's interesting because you have two different fan bases here. And so for Patriots fan base like myself, we've lost two Super Bowls in games yeah. that we should have won. So right. they're heartbreaking, but we also get it. We, we get what happens. You know, we won the previous three. Plays happen. We lost two. You know, Calls it, happen. Things happen. Yeah. You know, Wes Walker drops passes. For yeah. no reason. Whatever. It happens. Refs. 
call a fake call and the Cowboys don't and people catch, make it to the next game. Catch balls on their helmets and that's, yeah. that's normal. You know, they, grow, they grow that third <clears> hand. But for me, I think you know losing is losing to us, and, yeah. and and it is what it is, and we'll move forward. It's not and, acceptable, and, and but we don't like it. But for our fan base, we understand it, and what we would can you, we can move forward. It like immediately we'll move forward into the offseason. What would so I've never I've never I mean I've lived through the Cowboys Super Bowl, but I don't remember them. I was too young. Yeah. Um, explain, I guess, what do you say to the Falcons fans? Win or lose, they're in their second Super Bowl. They've lost one. They're in their second Super Bowl ever. What do you say to Falcons fans, as a Pats fan, whether they win or, or I guess more, whether they lose? Like, how do you take it as a Falcons fan if they lose? Well, I'll say this from a fan who's <coughs> gotten to watch his team play Super Bowls yeah. in more recent years. Exactly, that's why and, I asked. And, and be as dominant as even the Falcons have been. You know, they're first overall in points scored in the first quarter. They're an amazing team. Yeah. They're extremely productive on offense. Yeah. And they're efficient on defense. And I think as a fan, I mean, realistically, just breathe. It, it's all going to come. It's all a rush. It's all this big hoopla and hype. It's all worked up because yeah. it's the Super Bowl. It's, it's one of the greatest it's sports the grand championships. Show. I mean, this is probably, if not... The best it's, sports championship in any sport. It's and, the biggest in the world. It's the biggest so, in the world. Just breathe. Yeah. You, you know, you, you've earned a spot here. You deserve to be here. Be grateful for those things and and everything you get to experience. Appreciate it for what it yeah. is. You know, win, lose, whatever. You're going to go home at the end of the day, but you can take all of this. And, saying you are the and, best and at something. Added, you are the best. There's added in value. The NFC. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you got played, to the Super Bowl, and you played against the best in and you lost to the Bill best. Belichick and Tom Brady. Or <laughs> you you either beat the best or you lost to the best. Yeah, exactly. And that's the way the Super Bowl is, Tim. I know you're nervous, man. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. I got you. We're gonna get into your Falcons right now because I think the Falcons are gonna win this game, man. No disrespect to you. I think the Falcons are going to win this game. I think the offense is too good. Bold prediction, my friend. I do think they're going to win. <clears throat> um, I, I think the uh, the weapons they have are just too much. I don't think I don't think your boy Malcolm Butler can. Uh, That's not the Malcolm I'm most interested in, which is actually really funny. We'll get yeah. we'll get into that. We talk yeah. about the Patriots um, a little bit, but I think I think uh Julio Jones, I think if they if they do stop Julio Jones, who else is going to cover Sanu? Who's going to cover Gabriel? Who's going to cover their tight ends? I mean, Matt Ryan can play the game and he showed that last year was a fluke and everybody blamed him for his interceptions and all this stuff and they started off 5 and 0 and then ended up 8 and 8. I think he blamed himself also. I think he did too. I mean, and he flipped a switch. He's like, this isn't going to happen again. Matty Ice is here. Matty Ice is back to what we remember Matty Ice from a few years ago. And he's... He's living up to the nickname. Dude, he reminds me of Aaron Rodgers. He can find so many receivers that you've never even heard of on the field. I mean, it's it's unbelievable what he does. Um, and they're always open. It seems like Julio Jones, as good as he is... You would think somebody would be able to slow him down at least, and I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it other than Richard Sherman back in week six 
when the Seahawks kind of slowed him down and won by like two points against the Falcons. But two weeks ago, man, or I guess when you're listening, three weeks ago, yeah, when back they when they played, played the again, Packers, Richard Sherman looked terrible. Oh yeah, yeah, and then when they played the Packers, it was stupid. Yeah, it wasn't even fair. But, um, albeit a depleted <clears throat> secondary, and I, and I do think that the the their receivers are not the only weapon. You know, they have they have a two headed. They have Devontae the Freeman, and they have. Uh, Tevin Coleman, and and they're very good offensively, and their defense has played, as you said, in recent weeks, back when we were talking about who could compete with the Cowboys, you said the Falcons' defense is better than they started off the season and better than they were last year. Better than you think. And they'll surprise you, man. And the thing is, they give up a ton of yards, Yeah, but... It's one of those things. The bend don't break. The Patriots give up a ton of yards as well. They're bend don't break. eighth in yards per game. Yeah. But the Patriots are first in points per Number game. Number one in scoring defense. Bend don't break. It's, Number one in scoring defense. Yeah. That's what the Cowboys. And that's what matters. That's what the Cowboys did all season long. It was bend don't break. Yeah. And the Falcons have done it better. They they have a great front seven. They can get to the quarterback, which I think is a big factor. If you can get to Tom Brady and slow him down and get him out of his rhythm, then you can. You can literally disrupt that offense. Mm-hmm. And their secondary is not great, but if they can get to you and disrupt and cause some mayhem, that defense can can stop some drives that, that are promising, and, and they can really make a factor in the game. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy because... And I can't think of his name right now. He's their nickel corner for Atlanta, but I couldn't tell you the cornerback. This is a guy that went to Florida, who Dan Quinn brought to Florida whenever he was still there. Then got around to getting him in the pros. He's got a cover nickel corner, and that I think is one of the most, one of the biggest game changers oh, yeah. in the NFL on defense is oh, yeah. having a nickel corner who you're not worried about man coverage. Because he can play man coverage yeah. against slot receivers, and I think that's kind of the the thing that changes the game. You know, obviously you have Vic Beasley Jr., Brooks Reed, oh, guys Vic, who get at the quarterback. Vic Beasley should be the defensive player of the year, in my opinion. Led the league in tackles. He's got three more sacks. Led the league. Miller. In, led the league in sacks and tackles. If Vic Beasley is not the defensive player of the year, then yell out of your mind. I know I said Sean Lee, but that was an overpick. It's Vic Beasley. Yeah. I mean, um, and that defensive line is, is stepping up at the right time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this defense and they're healthy. Is, uh, yeah, they're really good. Yeah, they're they're much like the Dallas defense, and you know, we talked a lot about the Dallas defense and how they just overachieved. Overachieved. That's what this Atlanta defense has done all year. I yep. think they expect this of themselves, but I think they have overachieved in right. the grand scheme of things. Right. They give up a ton of yards, and that's a problem for them. Yeah. But they don't give up a ton of touchdowns, and that makes up for a lot of the exactly. problems. Exactly. So. I'm really excited for this. It's going to be... Their offense is just extremely productive. Yeah. They're extremely efficient, yeah. and I think that's kind of what comes down to is both of these teams are extremely efficient at what they do, offense, defense, special teams. Well... They're the best at at all of those. I do want to talk about... It'll be interesting. Yeah, Matt I do want to talk about... Because Matt Bryan has had a crazy good year kicking the football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're going to be indoors. So you got Goskowski and Bryant indoors. We'll see. Um, I do want to talk about Julio Jones and the week he had in the championship round. He had nine catches for 185 and two touchdowns or something. 185, 183, something like that. Um, everybody's been saying that he's been the best receiver in the NFL 
for a long time. Um, then the Patriots play the next day. And some little white guy named Chris Hogan has the exact same numbers. Same number of catches, same yards, same touchdowns. <laughs> and everyone's like, huh. Chris Hogan. He's just as good as Julio Jones. <laughs> um, let's talk about your past, man. They uh, they have the weapons as well. I mean, theirs are a lot smaller and a lot more white. But they got the they got their receivers. Yeah, and much more diverse, I gotta say. <laughs> their receivers are smaller and wider. Um, you know, they still have... Chris Deon- Hogan ain't that small, man. He's like, what, 6'6"? Six, six? There's no way he's 6'6". Six, 6'5"? Six. Six, no way is he 6'6". Six, nah, six. he's probably just over 6. He's probably like 6'2". I'll look this say. up. Um... He's a cross player. Who are you going to ask? Well, tell me about the, the Pats offense and, and what you think they can do. Uh, Chris Hogan is 6'1", 220, by the way. Yeah, so um, official. I mean, he's probably like six they, they do have a two-slash-three-headed monster. They have LeGarrette Blunt, Deion Lewis. Well, and, we've had LeGarrette Blunt and James, James White. White. And we just got Deion Lewis back, and then Deion Lewis is you've scary. seen He's what scary. Deion Lewis can do. Um, I, I think that's what adds an element to us. You know, He's one of the fastest, if, quickest players that I've seen since Darren Sproles. If we had LeGarrette Blunt and Deion Lewis and Rob Gronkowski and Martellus Bennett, I would say this is a wash. This is one of those walk in the parks. We're going to control the clock. We're going to score touchdowns. We're going to stop them from scoring touchdowns. Yeah. We're going to win a close game. But we're going to control the clock. Okay. I think without Gronkowski, you have a little bit more trouble doing that because, mm-hmm. I mean, Rob Gronkowski, not only is he a prolific receiver, but he's an extremely great blocking tight end. Um, so that's what hurts the most, but they've they've done the exact same thing without him. Yeah. Um, and Martel Spinnett, again, going back to his Dallas days, he's a great blocking tight end. Yeah. He added... The ability to catch and much later catch in his in career. Chicago. In but, Chicago. But I think that's what makes him so valuable to us and why we went after him this offseason. Um, Deion Lewis, I think, is going to be a big X factor in this game. I do and, too. I, and I think LeGarrette Blunt, as I think as appreciated as he became this year, will still be that undervalued, underappreciated guy who will yeah. get 60 yards on 20 carries, maybe. Yeah. It doesn't look good. But he did productive things to get us in position. But he to win. beats up a defense. Yes, yeah, and, and he wears you down, and he does a really good job of that. Uh, and I think that's what makes us so well, versatile. Obviously, our receivers can do anything because we have probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Obviously, debate. Well, I was going to say, there's but, that guy named Tom Brady. Yeah, and who... I think he's the game changer. I mean, I think what's going to ultimately end up happening is it becomes a Tom Brady game. You know, all year we rode LeGarrette Blunt because. We're gonna ride Tom Brady in the playoffs. I yeah. mean, it's very obvious, and I think now's the time we're we're gonna ride Tom Brady. You have He's to. gonna have thirty-five have to. to forty attempts, probably more than that. Probably, but against that defense, yeah. against that secondary, I mean, depending if they have to play that many drives. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he could see that. Yeah, and I think but. I think he will because of the offense. I think he goes probably throws for 50, 50 attempts. That would be high. I, I, I think that would be a bit high for Brady in this game. And I think if, I don't think they write that much. I think if Brady has 50 attempts or more, I think we lose this game. Okay. 
I think if we keep it under that, I think we keep control of the clock. We ran the ball well enough to control clock. Yeah. And we didn't have to use him as much. So I would say we I can, think that's kind of that's kind of the teetering point right there. Is I would say we can mark the tape, but uh, our our uh, our monitor has gone out, and I don't know what our producer's gone missing. I mean, he's gone. He's yeah. gone. Um, but, but yeah, ultimately you can. You can put me at that. I, I think 50 attempts, if we go over that okay. or hit that, I think we yeah, lose I like this game. It. I really I do. like it. But, um, I would agree but with that. But I want to say, going back to the other Malcolm, I think the Malcolm that makes the biggest difference in this game is Malcolm Brown. I yeah, think buddy. the defensive line, former Longhorn, Malcolm Brown, former running back turned defensive Running line back. Line. He was a running back from Cibolo Steel. running back, From Cibolo Steel in uh, just south of San Marcos, uh, I guess you'd call that Selma. I guess Cibolo. Cibolo. South of New Braunfels. Yeah, south of New Braunfels. Cibolo. But not I, not, not the city of gold, Cibolo, but... <laughs> um, so close. Malcolm Brown, yeah. he's He was a stud at UT. He's a big boy. And, and big running back. And he's, he's producing the NFL. Dude, uh, he's worked his ass off, and he's made it to a top tier of... Defensive ends, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and I think that's the biggest thing is I love it for both teams. How much pressure do you get on the quarterback? And that's the thing. Exactly. Matt Matt Ryan is much more mobile than Tom Brady. However, Matt Ryan's not going to choose to run the football. But he Brady's, will look but Brady's good at being, I guess you could say, quote unquote, mobile but immobile. Like he's good at getting. I mean, he's like Peyton when cool. Peyton Manning was in his prime. He can take. I'll put it this Two way. Two steps, and he's in another hole. I'll like, put it. I'll put it this way. Tom Brady knows how to climb the pocket. Yes. And that's what creates time for right. Tom Brady. But Tom Brady can't move. And and when he yeah. knows he can't move, he goes down. He'll go down. Yeah. I mean, he'll take the so sack. Did, so and, did Peyton. And, and that's so did Peyton. So, and I think that's a great asset to have as a quarterback. Sure. Is knowing when. Well, to you create, see, you see guys knowing when to create and knowing when to take. You see things. guys like Cam. You see guys like well, as a rookie, Dak. Didn't know. I mean, even when Rogers. when to go down. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is times. great. Sometimes, sometimes, at times. But most of the time, Aaron Rodgers is very good at escaping. But you see, younger quarterbacks, like especially Dak, He's much faster. Um, I mean, Dak's faster than most quarterbacks, and he still had problems with fumbles this year because he didn't know when he couldn't feel that pressure. I feel like guys like Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, these guys know. They just How have that feel sixth sense. They can feel. It. They have yeah. like eyes on the back of their head. Um, yeah, I think this game is going to be absolutely incredible, and I cannot wait for Sunday night. I have honestly been waiting way too long for this. Ever since the Cowboys lost, I've been uh, been excited. You gonna grab me a beer? Yeah, I'm gonna grab quick beers. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, Super Bowl is going to be really, really good. Um, they uh they had media day this week. We'll get into some of our media day questions that we would ask. Um, I do I do think Matt Ryan is legit, and I think he's here to stay. I think he finally got over that hump, and I think he I think he's an elite quarterback. I do. I think he's obviously he has the weapons around him, but I do think Matt Ryan is is a uh, is a legitimate quarterback in the NFL, but it's hard to it's hard to compare quarterbacks in this game when you're comparing anybody to Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady is 
obviously, in my opinion, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen in our lifetime. Um, maybe ever. I think Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback ever. Uh, you know, go. Yeah, and he. I think he is the greatest of all time. The goat, and. I don't think there's any argument about it. The guy's won four Super Bowls, and he's put up the stats that back everything up. Um, I will say, I, well, I was talking our, before you. I was talking before you came back in. I, I do think Matt Ryan is a is a top five quarterback in the NFL now. I know he's had the weapons, and he does have the weapons now. But I think he's he's gotten over the hump that he had last year, where he was blamed for everything, and he, like he said, he blamed himself. But I think he's. He's gotten over all that. You know, I think the biggest thing we talked about is, is Matt Ryan legit? Is he a legit quarterback? Oh, yeah, I think he's legit. Yeah, I think he is. And I absolutely do think so because the biggest thing coming from last year, what he said was, I, me, as a player, have to cut down my red zone turnover. Yeah, that's what it was. Because I give the ball away when we're trying to score. And, oh, man, did he change that? He worked his... He worked his ass off in the offseason. He did. He did. And and I think his decision making's gotten shows... better and better as his, as his years have gone on. Absolutely. Early yeah. on, it was kind of throw it up to Julio and um and Roddy Roddy White, White. and and Tony Gonzalez because he had a whole yeah, thing tied in. He did have Tony at, at the first. Time. So I, and I think that's the thing is he's learned a lot about himself. Well, uh, you know what I'm learning about myself? He's turned into a great quarterback. You know what I'm learning about myself. Probably what I'm I've really, learned about I'm really hungry. And our producer... Uh, dude, I just want to go grab beers. He was nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Answering a quote-unquote call. Oh, hey, man. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. hey. What's going on? I mean, you know, just talking about Super Bowl, man. Being gone for like two hours. You know, I, I used to take phone calls, but I was just listening to the last few sounds of Brett Mersberger's, Mersberger's voice, man. It was, it was good to hear. Is the game over? No, it's not. I got five minutes left. I'll probably leave again before the podcast is over. I understand. I understand. I can't just sign off. We should probably go go and watch that. We're not going to. We're going to talk about what's more important, and that's uh, Super Bowl. Um, Let me explain. So we were talking. Matt Ryan is legit. He he's an elite quarterback. I think he's top five in the in the league right now. He's got some great weapons, but. Um, as I was saying, talking to myself basically, yeah. uh, but while you were out, um, I was saying that it's hard to compare elite quarterbacks when you talk about Tom Brady, and well, and, <clears throat> he's and the I, best ever in my I opinion. Think the conversation comes down to what decade did you grow up with football? I don't think it matters because I, I think, don't think it matters. I think it does because ultimately, Joe Montana is has been. Before 2000s, was the greatest quarterback of all time. And when you look at it now, after everything Tom Brady's done since 2000 coming in the league, he set himself up to be that. But, I mean, it's a great career. I will always say Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time I think he is. in NFL history. I think he I mean, is, too. Uh, I feel like I got to watch Michael Jordan work yes. at his craft. Yes. And watch him do that and appreciate and, that. And I agree with you. And I, I think... Um, but I think there will always be that parody of Joe Montana. I think that there's just... Well, some, it was a different quarterback at the time. And I think Joe Montana transcended the game. They were and different I think that's the kinds thing. of quarterbacks. Oh, but, absolutely. But Brady, been, being to six, quarter, well, six Super Bowls and winning four and possibly five... But Joe Montana didn't lose a Super Bowl. 
Okay. Which it, which is part of it. Does Joe have four? But Joe Montana had the greatest wide receivers of all time. Does Joe have four? Yeah. No, he doesn't. And you're right. The Patriots. Joe do Montana it. also never threw the a Patriots pick in the Super do Bowl. it with guys that. Tom Brady's on four. The guy they do it with guys who played at Texas Tech, who are five foot nine, white guys. Where did Hogan come from? Uh, I don't. I could. Monmouth, I believe. Monmouth, yeah, Monmouth. Monmouth. That's where he played one year. <laughs> one year of football at Monmouth. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I mean, he does it with a, a wide receiver who was a quarterback in college. Yeah. So I mean, a guy who punched somebody and I do. Get to I do want to talk. I do want to talk about. Um, you know, we we talked about. Well, I guess we didn't really talk about the fact that we uh, somehow didn't get our press passes to media day. I don't know why we didn't get our press passes to media uh, to Radio Row. I mean, we talked about this a lot off there, but we talked about it a lot off the air. But somehow our our Radio Row passes didn't come in. So we're gonna we wanted to ask a few players and we wanted to ask a few coaches some some questions. So we all have one question that we that we uh, had written up. Um, Ballot, since you've been gone for a while and we haven't we haven't heard your beautiful voice, why don't you give us uh, your your one question for for your one one player coach? <clears throat> yeah, so if uh, if I had a press pass, which we were gonna have, we should have. I mean, we're a Texas-based podcast. The podcast happens in you know in Texas. We're two hours from Houston. Yeah, I don't I don't know what happened. Um, it wasn't oh. my fault. Oh, I'll, I'll I say that. Think. No, it's definitely your fault. It probably was, but um, I, I would say you know Belichick. What what is Belichick's first name? Bill. Bill Belichick. Bill. Super super white, white normal what you, name. What do you call him? You go BB. Hey, B squared. Uh, coach. Bill Bill. I'd say Coach Belichick. Uh, hey, Coach. Um, Zach Ballard here from Sports Bus. Yeah, see, I'm not, like, polished like that. I probably just... See, hey, you need to practice. I said, right. hey, uh, Coach Bill. Yeah, there you go. You've had some, uh, some, a bunch of RGWs, really good white guys on your team <laughs> over the past few years. You know, Wes Welker. You've had a Julian Elliman. Now you got a new guy, Chris Hogan. Danny Mandola. Danny Glass, Mandola. The Glassman. Glass Mandola. Glass Mandola. I say, hey, Coach Billy. Uh, what's <laughs> Billy? What's that? Uh, what's that? Danny Woodhead contract looking like? You know, coming off that contract year with the Chargers, he's probably uh, you know, he's he's injured. You know, like all your older white guys who used to have. Uh, you gonna pick up Danny Woodhead? What's the deal? What's going on? We don't uh, we don't hire white running backs. Once once they drop a player, they're not picking him back up. That's the thing with the Patriots. Uh, that's you not know, true. That's not true at all. We waved Legarrette Blunt. And the Steelers picked him up, and then the Steelers waved him, and we picked him right back up. Well, actually, well, we dropped him because we didn't want to pay him what like we wanted. In contract, yeah, but yeah. But we will pick people up. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think they'll go back after Woodhead. Not with the running backs they have. I think that's a. Uh, I think that's Bill going. Yeah. No. Huh? No. Huh? Next. Yeah. Excuse me. Next what question. Next imply? question. Yeah, um, Zach, what do you got? Who, who are you gonna ask a question to? What's the question? Well, my question is going to be for LeGarrette Blunt. Oh, good old Blunt. Smoke it up. Section A, Sports Buzz here. Uh, we all know he had a few run-ins with the police regarding marijuana. Smoking blunts. 
smoking. No pun intended. Smoking the doobies. <laughs> or pun but, intended. But I gotta ask, McGarrett, what was your favorite cigarillo wrap? I gotta know. I gotta know the flavor. <laughs> I gotta know the brand. Uh, Shoot it to me straight. Uh, man. If I had to I guess... I don't need to be rude or nothing, but I'll pass. If I had to <laughs> guess... Yeah, I'm sure he's there just so he doesn't get fined for that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a beast mode response. If I was a better producer, I'd have that. <laughs> you should. We, that's where we need Alexa. If we had something more than the handkill. Yeah. Um, someday. Not anytime soon, but Yeah, someday. no comment. Wait, no. Sponsors, if, if you give us some money, we can get these things together. No comment on that. That's a great question, though. I think that's hilarious. Um, so... My name here, uh, I'm Spencer Spellman with, with Sports Buzz for, for Chris Hogan. Um, are you are you a better lacrosse player or are you a better football wide receiver? Can you answer that for me? Like, uh, I mean, I know you played four years of lacrosse at, at Penn State and then, uh, you know, played one year of football. So you've had more experience in lacrosse. So are you a better lacrosse player or football player? Good God, that's gone too far. <laughs> I think Hake's got the got the right answer on this one. I mean, it's a legitimate question. He's a changed man. It's a legitimate question. What is your take on this as a Pats fan? Is Chris Hogan a better lacrosse player or football player? So what I've heard, everybody likes that multi-sport athlete Aaron Rodgers was. Yeah. Bo Jackson was pretty good. Bo Jackson was a decent multi-sport athlete. Deion Sanders. Decent? Maybe like the, the best ever? Right. I mean, he started in two pro leagues. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. And according according to my definition, good is it's decent. pretty much cream of the crop. Good is... <laughs> decent means like great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just think it made him more well-rounded as a player. I mean, he's shown... I, I watched Chris Hogan honestly at Buffalo several years ago, and yeah. I, I was impressed. I, I like well, what he does. He's a deep threat, and he knows how to run the routes. Well, you watch you watch the cross, and it's uh, it's very quick cuts, and the skilled players that are taking the shots are making the quick moves, and he's translated that into football, and he's, in my opinion, one of the best receivers in the NFL, like getting open especially. I mean, the guy's always open. You watch the Pittsburgh game. It seemed like they forgot that he was on the field at times. Um, but, yeah, I think he, uh, he was probably a pretty good lacrosse player if he can move like that on a football field. Um, it's great insight. Got some good prop bets for us? There's a lot of good prop bets out there. What's, what's, what's your favorites? Just give us a few favorites. <laughs> well, I'll back up. Talk about, you know, I was talking to Uncle Mac. Yeah. Who is our kind of betting analysis wager all things gambling and the Super Bowl is one of those games everyone everyone wants action on. Of course, it, but it's a sucker game. Yeah, it, the the season has gone on for so long. The bookmakers they've had enough time to evaluate these teams. It's hard to find an edge on the over under and the total or in the in the side betting. So if you want to get good action in the Super Bowl, Uncle Max says the prop bets. That's where the that's where the good money's at. Yeah. Some of my personal... And they're fun. And, and they're, they're fun. fun. They make the whole game interesting. Yeah. Um, so, so hold on. Do you, do, you, do you and Uncle Mac, do you talk about the uh, National Anthem bet? National Anthem bet's a good one. You always want to bet the over Luke Bryan's Luke Bryan's singing the National Anthem. I think, I'm thinking the under on Luke Bryan. See, years before this, 
It was like it was Christina okay Aguilera. Longer, but now the people singing the national anthem, they know that people are betting on it. And life is too short to bet the unders. I'm taking I'm taking the under on on Luke dude. Bryan singing the national anthem. Luke Bryan is a betting man. I bet he has money on the over in this, and he's gonna stretch this no. thing out. No. I, I'm seeing plus no. plus uh, plus two minutes on this national anthem. It's gonna be a long one. Is that the bet? Is it two minutes? Is the over under? I don't have the over under right in front of me, anyways. <laughs> Um, it's, he got it's, 400 it's, plus 400. prop bets, and he doesn't have a national anthem, which is the that's a lot of bets to go through. Okay, it's a 35, it's a 31 page PDF document, <laughs> which I'm looking at for the first time tonight. Really, you didn't pick your favorites before we got into this. You know, I don't listen to the podcast. You don't, I don't prep for the podcast. You wrote the damn recap like the the show guide copy and pasting baby unbelievable God. Um, unbelievable. one of my favorites opening coin toss who's gonna win it's an easy bet you know right off it's 50 50 and you know right off the bat whether who won or not that's probably the best odds <laughs> better odds you'll get on a lot of things well no the first bet is gonna be the national anthem it's one of the first bets okay we're on the tape back on that because i said that right um, I like... You're not going to run the tape back. You know that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I really like the bet. Me. Will a team that scores first win the game? That's a fun That's a fun prop bet to make. It yeah. keeps you in the whole game, but you get a little bit of taste of it in the beginning of the game. <laughs> um, Is it just a yes or no? Uh, yeah, basically. Oh, my God. You but get the ball first. you can parlay that with... Who will score first? Okay, yeah. And if you and parlay really, that with who's going to win on the money really line, really book up a big time. Then money. you're really getting some good action. Okay. Okay. Ultimately, I want to see what a 400 plus parlay does, and if you win that, what's that payout? I mean, that's got to be like one, Bill, one in a million, billion. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's got to be crazy. one billion. That's got to be crazy money. <laughs> will there be a safety in the game? If no. you bet the yes on that, you get really good money, but it's rarely ever happens. So What's the payout on that? It's a what lot. are the odds? What are the odds? Again, four hundred. I'm not looking at them. Um, I thought you were like looking at them, bringing them up. I thought it was too. I mean, I am, but I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Shortest field goal of the game. It's at twenty six and a half over under. I over. think you want the over on over that, for sure. Over for sure. Uh, first score of the game. 26 and a half? How do you kick a 26 and a half yard field goal? It's basically it 27 the, or under. The 16 yard line. Spencer, do you even sports bet? Do you even know how this it's works? It's a stupid bet. It's a great bet. It's a stupid bet, but it's fun. Obviously the over on that one. Okay, next. Um, I like, is there, there going to be a defensive score in the game? No. You not, get, not with these two teams. You don't think so? No. Okay. Um... I mean, you can you can Excuse literally you. you can bet on anything in the game. If if it can happen in the game, you can bet on we it. We got any halftime bets or Lady Gaga bets for the halftime show? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure excited for I'm that. I'm sure actually. they're in here. Um, I don't know if you guys are excited for the halftime show. Kind of excited for Lady Gaga. She better wear some serious makeup though. I'm not a big Lady well, Gaga yeah. fan. I'll well, I, I say it. I I like her music. I, I think she's uh, a good performer. I'm just excited to see what what outfit she wears. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not gonna say I like her music because it's not quite my taste. But I appreciate, I respect her. She does Rama, a really good job. Rama, 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 Rama. No. I'll say this. No. 
Uh, definitely not. I will say she was a great actress though in American Horror Story. I did like her. Don't watch that show. I don't, like, show. I don't like scary stuff. I just watched Split and that was pretty scary. Dude, this was about like a nah, hotel. Split, Split wasn't scary. No, I don't like. I don't like. Don't don't tell me about American Horror Story. Go see Split movie. Split. That's the guy from uh, multiple Wanted. personality. Yeah, yeah. He's got twenty serial killer. Twenty three or twenty seven. No, no, no. Go watch it. It's good. I mean, one oh, I saw that. It was, it was, you saw it? It was scary. Scary <laughs> lasts like ten minutes. I mean, Come I, on, I don't like scary movies. Um, <laughs> what is with you and Chad? Just no, we're not. We're no, not, I'm not gonna go see it. We're no. gonna go watch Life of Pets. I'm not gonna go watch The Exorcist. Secret Life of Pets is a great movie. Great don't movie. You dare. I fell asleep in it. I felt really what? Bad. I was super tired. Kevin Hart as a little bunny. I was watching it, but I fell asleep. And We've gotten slightly off track, and I'll say we've this, gotten way off. This segment would have been a lot better if I would have prepared for it. So <laughs> let's move on. Well, you wrote prop bets, and I thought you had something. Um, I did, but so and then I didn't. Let's so. just skip all the way. Do down. you do you want to go? No. Do you want to go to no? No, let's all skip the way. That. Skip all the way to the nightgown. Yep. All right. Yeah, we're gonna skip what we had. Because we have yeah. a new segment. For next week, Tease Central, here we are. Tease Central, here we are. Just like trying to we're figure gonna out things a, as a gonna, 14-year-old boy lost. We're going to have a pro show of a recap of the Super Bowl in our new segment that uh, we were going to do this week. Um, hold on, boys. Yeah, so hold on. Don't Don't go anywhere. Just wait a week. Just wait a week. Um, yeah, we'll get into our nightcap sponsored by Strange Land Brewery. A beer for any occasion. Beer for any occasion. <laughs> we can start. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably better on the microphone. It doesn't sound too loud. Much better. Um, I know you're very concerned with that. Dude, I, when I listen to it in my car, it's just too loud. As soon as we hit that hour mark. <laughs> um, yeah, terrible, he gets, terrible he gets, beer opens. No, but, but he gets... Super upset when we get even close to like fifty minutes. He's like, "Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up!" Yeah, but he's well, the one that lets the screen black out. I don't know where, what minute we're on. He leaves for like forty-five <laughs> minutes. He's like, "Why are you guys not done yet?" Um, no, it's only evidence that if I'm not here, the show, <laughs> show really does fall off the rails. Special no, it teams, doesn't. We had great conversation, yeah. did we not? Offense, defense. I mean, special awesome. teams just is needed every so often. Dude, we we talked. We talked such good conversation when you were gone. It was such nice. Good conversation. That's great. Great radio. Spencer's having a terrible pro show again. No, no, I usual. thought it was good up until like I mean the beginning was bad, but our He's not gonna figure out who's our sponsor. Oh no, no, no stop, please. <laughs> uh um, anyway, so back we, to our we, we found a poll that was uh the most hated team in the NFL. Who was that, Ballad? The Patriots. Oh, Zach Shannon A's New England Patriots. Which I gotta say is pretty interesting considering we've only been good since like, I don't know, the 2000? early 90s and 2000. then 2000 and all. Yeah. Which feels like forever. Yeah, it does feel like forever. It was like, like it was like 1995. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cowboys came in second, so I don't feel too bad. Two. America's team, and clearly America likes to hate on. Everything. So. They, yeah, they. It's either it's either they love them or they hate them. So I just hate these big emotional scenes. <laughs> where I never he, clicked that button before. Where did he find this shit? Just never clicked that button. <laughs> um, 
And then uh, I did see that Tom Brady was uh, the most hated and the most liked quarterback in the NFL. Hey, what does that tell you? He's the best. That's what it tells me. The GOAT. Yeah. And we already talked about it. He's the best ever. I mean, that's my favorite emoji. If you're that good, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, if you're that good in your sport, people are going to find a way to hate on you, and they're going to find a way to love you. That's just the way it is. Um, I mean, people are always going to want to know what you can do better. Yeah. Or why you didn't do something yeah. their way. Yeah. Um, since we're already over, I kind of feel like doing this uh, this persistence story. Now let's save it. No, no, no. I don't want to save it. We're saving it. No, I don't want to save I'll it. I'll stop the recording right now. Uh-oh. What is he clicking? Uh, I'm about to click stop. Just click so it. we're going to save it. Clicking onto the recording. <laughs> Uh okay. Let's um, get let's get to we're down is, we're down to one game. We're down to our last game. Last mm-hmm. game of the season. The best game, but well, alas, the last game. The only game that really means a damn thing all season long. The only game that everything else accumulated to. But uh, this is what it all comes down to. It accumulates this. Um, we got the Super Bowl. Let's. I mean, I told you guys I'm picking the Falcons. I know who you're picking, obviously. Falcons. Patriots are three-point favorites. Still pick up three points, huh? I think they're gonna win the game. I think they win the Super Bowl. Uh, if I was to bet against this, I probably would bet the Falcons just because. Yes. Just, just for the points, I think this game. I mean, betting against the Patriots. I. This is why I don't bet, but obviously... I don't bet against I, my team. Patriots don't play blow-out games, blow yep. Bowls. They don't do that. They, yep. game, they game plan for somebody and then one play one or two. to what they can. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where we stand. I think it's going to okay. be kind of a close. Okay. close. I, think the, I think the Falcons win. you got it's Patriots winning, but Patriots. winning close. Uh, ballad. Yeah, I'm not going to bet the line or the side on this. Just pick the game. Um, well, we're over, already over. I'll talk as much as I want. So oh, now he wants to talk as much as he wants. I apologize for yelling at you. But um, yeah, I think Patriots are going to win this game. I think they probably win by at least seven. I I'm not sure if uh, wow, I'm just not sure that. that the the Falcons are are built to to play defense against the uh, the Patriots. And for the record, if I was gonna take an over or a, a total, I'd take the over on this, just because you always bet a historic high. Okay. Well, you clearly, <laughs> you clearly were gone too long when uh, me and Zach were boosting how great the uh, Atlanta Falcons have played on defense. Second well, you're season. the expert. Well, you're the guy who was gone for forty-five minutes. So, well, so official picks. I so I should I should document these for our picks. Yes, let's do official picks. Since we're Pat's not going to be Falcons, Falcons on the line. Since we're not going to be participating in our tickets giveaway, let's go sports. Well, yeah, give us some. Uh, oh, let's go. Let's go sports. sports. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I think the Patriots win. I think the three is just too Ooh. much. I think it's close like that. I got the Patriots. 26-24 over the Falcons. 26-24, what is that? 50? Are, are oh, doing, I, got, I got the under all the way. Are we doing overall scores? Are we doing, like, total points? It doesn't matter. Let's just okay. go score. Um, See the way it adds up. 
I think it's going to be higher scoring than that. I think it's going to be... Do you think we're going to hit this over? I'm going... going to hit 58? I'm going... No, I think it's going to be under, but I think it's going to be 33-30. 33-30 Falcons. It's over. It's an over. Are you... That's over. He said... The over is 58? You 50, say 58? over under is 58? Yeah, I think it's over. I thought he said 68. Yeah, I think 33-30. This guy talking about the great Falcons defense going to let Tom Brady <laughs> give up 30 points, <laughs> which would be a push at this point. No, it would not. 33-30? No, it would not. No? No. What is 33 minus 3? Don't hurt yourself now. That's 30, but... So 30-30, it's a push on the game. No, no, the Patriots are a three-point favorite. Yeah. I said the Falcons yeah, are going to win. He's got the Falcons winning. So that's a push. No, no it's not. No. That's the Falcons winning by six points on the line. Yeah. If the Patriots were to win by three, that would be a push. Yes. Okay, well... I'm gonna edit that. Whole, I'm gonna edit this part out. So <laughs> don't don't edit it out. You think I'm really gonna go back and edit the show? At this no, point? I know you're not. I'm gonna cut it off at that point. <laughs> End of show. Yeah, this party's officially over. <laughs> um, well, I think this is a high-scoring game. I think it's 35-30 Patriots. Whoa! He goes. I think they're gonna win by a touchdown. <laughs> 35-30. That was like. Five minutes ago. Indoor arena league rule. Five minutes. Was that five minutes ago? Or like we'll check the tape. Minute and a we'll half. check the tape. Yeah. We'll I check the tape, but we won't. <laughs> I got them covered. Um, okay, I'll say 35-28. Just uh, There you go. Yes, back to where I want to be. Only that's touchdowns. Still, no field goals. No field goal. That's still an over, and that's still a... Mm-hmm. And no field goal. You think that both of these teams have two of the top five kickers in the Best kickers kicking indoors. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's the last football game that we have to talk about. Um, we got signing day coming up. We didn't talk about it in the college show. And we're past it since it's Friday. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be Friday when people <laughs> listen to this. Nobody's listening. Nobody's at the end. Nobody's still listening. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we're done with football, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but it's kind of depressing. We have, we have baseball. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I know you're excited. We got basketball. We have basketball. Basketball's but coming up. March Madness is coming up. Everything's coming up. Baseball so. starts in April. Hockey's getting going. We got hockey. Hockey's uh, exciting. Just had now. the All Star game. Hockey's exciting now. Um, had some golf this weekend. Tiger was back. For my final thoughts on Tiger. this on football, last game of the season, moving forward, I'm at a mixed feeling. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's going to go one way or the other for me. I'm going to be super excited. I'm going to talk trash all year long, all, oh, yeah. all summer. Uh, well, it's or, either talk trash or I'm just or going to not say anything. Yeah. Um, and just take my lickings where they come. No, you I, know? Feel you. I feel you. I, I already had to open beers for a friend because the Giants won an 11. So, I'm not making any bets on this. I got my bottle of Crown ready to go. I know, I know that, that, that bottle of Crown is going to be... Going for the fifth. Finished. Going for the fifth. Um, about last game of football for the year. I'm just sad. Um, I I like college football much more than pro football, so I've already gotten through my most sad time of the ending of college football. And the Cowboys losing, that, that part was sad too. But this just feels like kind of a funeral. Like, you know, you have a good friend who dies, and that part's really sad. And then you have, like, a time that goes by... And then you go to the funeral. It's like, okay, well, this is this is like the celebration. This is the part where 
We talk about everything we liked about that person. That's how this kind of feels. Um, the, 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 the Cowboys up. already died, and this is just a funeral for me. Uh, it, it is sad, well, but here we go. Well, that was that was a very weird... I figured you would have been happy when college football ended. No more Auburn losses <laughs> ruining their weekend. That was a weird analogy, but... Um... <laughs> now you listen to me, mister. Yeah, no, not after that analogy. Um, that was that was weird. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't consider the end of college football season or NFL season to the death of a friend. Hey, people die every year. People die every day. Not it my, was an analogy that clearly went over your head. It went way too far. You obviously didn't grow up in the streets. I mean, yeah. Neither did you. I grew up down the street from you. Ah, I moved to those streets. So did I. I grew up in the dirty. No, you didn't. He said. I've known you since you were six years old, motherfucker. He's awesome. No, you didn't. Six years old? I was in second grade. I was a seven-year-old. Oh, oh sorry. Are you still talking? If you guys didn't know... Spencer. Final thoughts. Let's get let's get to this. Ballad's gonna get itching. It's gonna poison our wings. Shit, what he says. I mean, they'll just burn. They're in the oven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this one, I'm worried about the wings. <laughs> um... We've gone longer. That's why we've gone on the time. We've gone longer. Uh, <laughs> my final thoughts on football. Yeah, you're right. The Cowboys lost, and and I deserve it. Sorry, they didn't deserve it. <laughs> Don't you dare! Don't make me hit you. Um, I've known you long enough to not feel bad about punching you in the mouth. Um, I won't feel it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm after the Cowboys, your ass. After the Cowboys lost. Uh, it definitely hurt my heart a little bit, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to stop watching football. And my mind is never going to stray from football. Football is number one. And we'll find a way to talk football on this show, whether it be recruiting, whether it be um, free agency in the NFL, whether it be draft day. We'll find a way to talk football and like we said, football never dies, and we'll continue to talk whatever is relevant in the sports world. We have one game left, and I hope that you guys enjoyed our analogies of, of what we said. I know you're a homer, but I thought you you were pretty pretty high on the Falcons. I like the Falcons, man. I, it's gonna be good. I, honestly, if it if it wasn't the Patriots, I'd be rooting for the Falcons. I, I yeah. like what they bring to the table. Matty Ice is a great quarterback. I mean, he's one he's one of the elites. I will be rooting for him. He's an MVP. I'll be rooting against you. Should be just because you're the co-host and and I'm the host, and I just you know I don't, I'm not gonna root for you. I mean, I, I you guys I, have won enough, man. I don't want you to have five. I don't want you to be on the Cowboys level of five. I feel like this is so different from how you. can you root for the Patriots? Honestly, Ballad. Again, my picks versus who I'm rooting for are independent of each other. Do you know how this works? You can pick who you think's gonna win the game and root for another player. That's enough. That's enough. No, no, no. That's not enough. <laughs> that's simple sports logic. That's like. Sports betting, sports gambling, sports anything, 101. You can pick a team and like a team independently of each other. Yes or uh, no? Yeah, I guess you can. Yeah. And you're supposed to... Well, you're the expert. Yeah, I am so. the expert, and uh, 
I'm not rooting for the Pats because I don't want them to have five. And I don't want anybody else to be with the Cowboys, even though the team from Pittsburgh has six. But we're not going to talk about that. We're done tonight. We're done talking about pro sports. This is the end of the pro show. Val, do you got anything to say? Uh, I do not. All right. Well, thank you so much for pressing buttons and leaving us for 45 minutes. Zach? Thank you, Brent Musburger. Hey, uh, thank you, Brent Musburger. That is what I have to say. Pour one no, for, you can't. You can't. Pour one for the homie. You can't sandbag on his. I'm complimenting his comment. It's a double. Yeah, now you're getting it. <laughs> Get us out of here, Spencer. <laughs> for my producer, Zach Ballard. For my co-host, Zach Shannon A. I'm the host of the Sports Buzz. We'll be back next week, Tuesday and Friday. We're out! Wednesday and Friday. This party is officially over.